Me Preach Girl, and I'm here today with a quick word from the Lord. Let's pray. God in heaven, we are so thankful that you love us and that you care for us, that we can come to you today in prayer. We thank you that you allow us to pray and to fast and dedicate ourselves to you so that you will speak to us concerning whatever it is that we are in need of understanding. That you are just such a gracious God to us, that you give us counsel, wise counsel, and that you surround us with people who can give us wise counsel. So Lord, on this day, I pray that you allow my words to be counsel for somebody, wise counsel for someone. And these meditations in my heart, God, I pray that they are acceptable in your sight, Father. For you are our strength, you are our redeemer, you are our friends. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Hey, so I want to talk to y'all today about what to do when God says, wait. Um, there's a scripture that I want to discuss and it comes from the book of Proverbs and it's chapter three verses five through six. And it is a familiar scripture to many of us because we've grown up saying this and hearing it. Um, and so I just wanted to discuss it today and it reads, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path clear. Y'all, um, that scripture is profound in so many ways, and it continues to resonate with me um, because at different times in my life, I've asked God for direction concerning certain things, and God has been faithful and and I'm gracious. I am so grateful. He has always given me the direction because he says, if you lack wisdom, ask and ask for wisdom and God will give it to you. So God is not one that wants to hide his will from us. That's not how he rolls. He wants us to know exactly what it is that he wants us to do. Now, we may have to wait a while to hear what it is that he's compelling us and calling us to do. But he is willing and and faithful to give us the direction that we need. And so the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That means with the essence of your being, the very fabric of your soul, the very beat of your heart, everything in you, you have to allow that human will of yours to be subject to God. See, a lot of times our human will is so strong, it's amazing. Like some of us, we consider ourselves to be warriors. We consider ourselves to be um, just, you know, amazing people that can do anything. Um, We are always up to the challenge and we we like a good fight. Um, And God has given us a resolve and it's amazing. But... Even that has to be placed in submission to the ultimate and sovereign will of God. Even our resolve, even our our fight has to be placed in the hands of God. And 
God has to be the one that molds and shapes our ability to fight so that we are fighting for what God desires for us, not for what we have come up with from our own imaginations. And the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Because when we get to a place in our lives where we are listening for the will of God and God is speaking to us and we're trying to discern what it is that we need to do and then finally God downloads it in our spirits and we know this is what it is, we have to allow our understanding to come in alignment with the will of God. If we allow our understanding to go off on its own without being under submission under submission of the will of God um, or to the will of God we will find ourselves rationalizing something doing something that God has said not to do or to wait to do Um, and so I remember I found myself in a situation um maybe about six months ago and the Lord I'd asked the Lord for direction on a particular matter and God gave it to me and I remember saying yeah I don't think so and so I started to rationalize and say well this doesn't make sense because of this this and this and that doesn't make sense because of this this and this and so I attempted to do it to do it on my own but God is so gracious and he was so forgiving and so loving towards me that he gently pulled me on back and said remember when I told you to do this and then I said okay so let me wait let me wait on you God because you know what you want me to do when you want me to do it how you want me to do it because everything that you do you do well scripture says God does all things well and if we are to allow ourselves to come into alignment with the spirit of the living God we set ourselves on a path where we will be fulfilled that path is not easy it's hard because we are warring Paul says when I would do good evil is always present with me oh wretched man that I am who will free me from this body in other words Paul was saying even when I desire to do the right thing my flesh it wants me to do something different and so I am in a struggle I am in a struggle trying to discern what it is that I need to do and once I discern what it is that I need to do then I have to fight to do what I need to do. So the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. All right, he will make your path clear. God has promised us that if we acknowledge him, if we seek him with our whole hearts, he will give us the revelation. Now, the process, what happens in the process When God says, wait, when you have been seeking God on a particular matter and you have been trusting and you have been yielding yourself to his Holy Spirit and you are in a place where you feel like you don't know which way to go. You are in a, as they say, a rock. You're between a rock and a hard place. Your flesh is telling you, but I must do this. I need to do this. If I don't do this, then it will not happen. But your spirit is saying, no, now is not the time. What do you do when God says, wait? A lot of us now may find ourselves in a situation where we are being asked to wait on the Lord. 
when we look around um, at our world and we look at even in our own cities and we think about how do we respond to stay-at-home orders, how do we respond to them lifting stay-at-home orders. Maybe you have felt compelled to still wait and to stay at home and everything in you is like, no, everyone else is doing it. But God may be just telling you, no, I think you probably should just stay home and wait. Um, And that's one example. But there are countless other examples. Maybe God says, maybe you are looking for a job. And maybe you have um, a job has come your way. And God says, nope, that's not the job. I'm sorry. I want you to wait. That's not it. And you're like, but God, I have bills. Do I have to do this? I have to do the other. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? But God says, no, wait. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path clear. Maybe you want to go back to school. God's saying, no, wait. Maybe you want to get married. God's saying, no, wait. Maybe you want to start a family. God's saying, no, wait. Maybe you want to buy a house. God's saying, no, wait. Wait. Now, when God says wait, what do we do in the process? Here is when we have to really push our flesh down. We have to bring it into submission to the will of God. Because your flesh is going to try to get you to do the opposite of what the spirit of the living God says to do. Remember, the flesh craves the dirt. The flesh wants to go back to the dirt. The flesh wants instant gratification. The flesh doesn't care. The flesh is compulsive. The flesh is irrational. The flesh wants what it wants when it wants. So when it wants it. So there's no there's no waiting, right, for the flesh. So, to get your flesh to fall in line with the will of God, you have to fast. I know that's probably not what people wanted to hear, but you have to fast. We have to fast. Because when we fast, we say to ourselves, self, I am intentionally laying you at the feet of Jesus we're saying whether we are fasting for food or whatever we are restricting ourselves from something in order to make room for more of God's grace more of God's mercy more of God's presence in our lives because when we allow ourselves to try to do the waiting period without fasting then we will fill the void with things that satisfy the flesh and when you fill the void with things that satisfy the flesh then you allow the flesh to gain power and strength and that flesh will tell you to do the opposite of what God has told you to do And then you won't even have the strength to resist because you fed the flesh. This is a matter, y'all, of feeding your spirit. 
How do you wait? How do you respond when God says wait? You feed your spirit. And one way to do it is fasting. And while you're on your fast, you begin to worship. And when you worship, you make room, more room for Christ. Christ is present. You expand your capabilities to be able to hold more of God's presence. And when you're in worship, then your mind is no longer on the things of the flesh, but they're on the things of the spirit. And when your mind is on the things of the spirit, then God is able to truly download strategies to you. Perhaps he may say to you, wait, because I've got something better for you over here. And then God may say, I want you to reach out to this person. Now, God had been speaking the whole time, but because you were feeding your flesh, you couldn't hear what he was saying. But then when you start feeding your spirit, then you're able to hear what the spirit of God says. And God says, make a move and you know to do it. And then you begin to walk with God. You begin to talk with God. You begin to receive wisdom from God. So what to do when God says, wait? Well, brothers and sisters, fast, worship, and you must not forget to pray. You, we have got to pray. The Bible says pray without ceasing. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Prayer is so important that the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. And Jesus did. So praying is essential. Even Jesus, before he was about to go to the garden of before he was about to go to the cross and he was in the garden of Gethsemane, even Jesus knelt down and prayed to the Father. He prayed, Lord, if it's willing, take this cup from me. If you're willing, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Jesus prayed to God. So it makes sense that we need to pray to God. And so while we are waiting, we must pray. We must make prayer a part of our morning rituals, our afternoon rituals, our evening rituals, the things that we do. Like some people, when they wake up in the morning, the first thing they do is to drink water. I mean, it's, and it's very important that you do that when you wake up in the morning to drink water um additionally it's even more important that you pray because we must feed our spirits and so when we pray we set that side of time set the time aside to say god here i am here i am as imperfect as i am but here i am acknowledging that you are god that you are sovereign and that there is none beside you. And that I want my life to fall in alignment with yours. That I understand that I was created for your purposes and your purposes alone. See, a lot of times we like to think that we are created to perform. And, and, and that's not true, right? A lot of us think that if we're not performing, then we don't have a purpose, Alright, that's not true because everything that God made was good. We were made in the image of God for God's glory and God's glory alone. 
It doesn't matter whether we performing or not according to the world standards. We were made in the image of God for God's glory. So as long as you are walking in alignment with the will of God, as long as you are walking in alignment with the purposes of God, it doesn't matter if you ever perform to the world standard. It doesn't matter if people ever know your name. It none of that matters. What matters is that you are in alignment with the sovereign will of God so that whenever you stand before God at the end of time, you may be able to hear those words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's what you want to be able to hear. It ain't about how many people know your name. It ain't about how many followers you have on Instagram. It ain't about how many followers you have on Twitter. It ain't about how many people on your Snapchat. It ain't about none of that. What it is about is you serving the sovereign God and being a part of his plan that he has predestined from the beginning of time. You have a role in it and it's about you performing that role every single day of your life. So I don't want to keep you too long. This is a little different uh, message and, and that's okay because sometimes they'll be like that. But I felt compelled in my spirit to share that with you. That if God tells you to wait, my brother, my sister, it is okay. Because God knows what God is doing. God has something even better for you. He has, he, the Bible says that eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, nor has it even entered into the hearts of man the things that God has in store for those who love him. So you don't even, you can't even imagine. You can't even fathom what God has in store for you if you wait and trust his will. And while you are waiting, I need you to fast. I need you to worship. And I need you to pray. God, may these words that have come forth today, may they find a resting place in your children's heart and may they bear fruit, fruit that will last so that when they stand before you at the end, that they may know that they have done all that they were created to do and that they have fought the good fight and won. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are hearing this message and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, I would invite you to come into relationship with him. He desires to know you. He loves you. He adores you. He's known you from the beginning of time and he's been standing at that door knocking, just waiting on you to let him in. So you can repeat after me if you would like to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, God forgive me of all of my sins i acknowledge that you are the lord and savior of this world you are the son of god i accept that you died that you rose and that you are still alive making intercessions for me with the father in jesus name amen all right y'all we'll talk soon i love you and i mean it bye